I know, I saw the eye roll, bro. <laughs> Speaking of Nick, how you doing this evening, Nick? What has he done to deserve it? I'm good. Uh, today starts day one of Summer Shred 2022. Uh, so we have to get, we're getting in shape uh, to attend all the pool parties. Uh, and the motto for this Summer Shred is hotter than the sand, bigger than the ocean. We should do a, we should do a podcast weight loss uh bet you two can do a podcast weight loss challenge i'm only gonna lose like five pounds yeah but you have some body fat percentage you can lose damn dog <laughs> is, it by, is it by percentage <laughs> we can do it by percentage we're good enough mathematicians i think that's how you say it math magician yeah magician i, I mean like listen if, if it's gonna prompt you guys to live healthy lives and, and you got by you guys I think we know who I'm talking about. You guys. <clears throat> to live healthier lives, like maybe go on walks on the beach. Then I'm, I'm then I'm all game. Then I'm game for it. Drink pina coladas. Drink pina coladas. <laughs> Get caught in the rain. All right. How are you doing this evening, executive producer E? I was feeling good, so I got fat shamed publicly. But what? Nobody <laughs> said it was you. All right, don't pull. Don't this isn't this isn't the pity police now. It's not, not just about you. Right. I said both of you. No, I actually think uh, a nice little, you know, get right get for the summer competition would be good. <laughs> that was not like the most encouraging. Though. Yeah, I, I feel like it. I feel like it's good. All right. Well. All right. Well. So. So. What does the winner get then? The winner gets an all-expense-paid trip to an Oregon cabin to golf <laughs> and dinner for, three, for, for four days, three nights. I say the winner gets to film the two losers fatting, or, uh, fighting in fat sumo suits. The winner gets to... Uh, Oh, it's one of those wind machines. We rent one of those wind machines that they have to catch money in. Uh -huh. Except we put the loser in it, and they have to catch as many hot dogs as they can. Oh man, I'm I'm losing this challenge. <laughs> I'm losing this challenge on principle. Nick's gonna open up his butthole just to catch <laughs> as many hot dogs as he can. They won't even touch the sides, to be perfectly honest. And look at that. Three minutes and 30 seconds in, and we've derailed the show. So yeah, we've been, we've been deplatformed, people. What up, Joe Rogan? Episode 102 is here, ladies and gentlemen. We've got another fine edition of The Room with Pop Culture Pick'em. Top five villains. I'm going to go ahead and just say, like, any villain you want. Historical, mainly movies, 
television, all of it. Wait, it's just whatever villain we want? Yeah, whatever villain we want. So not just constrained to movies? No. I mean, we can to movies if we want. I would say just I would say media, just constrain it to media. Just to okay. So like social media accounts as well, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm with that. You go with that? Yeah. All right, bet. All right, then we have the UCL draw preview. Good thing by we the, had a pre-show, right? By the way, pre-show, Eric was crying that we were changing his his oh, his yeah. top five pickup. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, it has to be TV shows earlier than 1970. <laughs> he really wanted to get Golden Girls on his list. <laughs> I think <somehow>. that's really yeah. <laughs> You can still pick them. They were villains, bro. Changed my mind. Bagging Betty White. <laughs> Good riddance. So we have the UCL draw preview. Just kidding for those of you at home, Luigi. Uh, then we also have NCAA's March Madness review for weekend one and two. And we issue our mulligans and pick the bets for the coming weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, we'll also be discussing some of the MLB deadline. Or not deadline. Off-season happenings that Nick will walk us through. And then we'll go through some of the NHL trade deadlines. Uh, moves as well as uh, discuss some of the new happenings in the uh, national no fun league. <laughs> Does that sound about right to you, ladies and gentlemen? With that being said, the order is Eric, myself, Nick, and we'll go ahead and kick it off with Eric's 101. Well, so I thought we were doing movies. I'm going to stick with the movie character plus. I feel like saying my childhood priest is a bad move, so I'll go ahead and go with uh, Detective Alonzo Harris from Training Day. He was the good guy. He was trying to get everyone in jail. Yeah, and he was putting cases. <laughs> and he was putting cases on all those bitches. Yo, Eric. Eric about jumped out of his seat to tackle me when I said he was the good guy. Yeah, Eric, calm down, man. It's gonna, it's gonna be okay. He's just like motherfucker. Um, all right, that's a good pick. I will say that's a good pick. I'm gonna go ahead and say my number one is Kim Kardashian. <laughs> that's a, that's a funny one. Just so you can pick that, and I love it. I'm I, here for it. Yeah, 100. I did that. You don't just get a lay on your back and then all of a sudden be everywhere, annoying everyone all the time. And now she's like a billionaire, right? Yeah, Queen Starfish. <laughs> Nick shut that shut me down. Oh no. All right. Um all right, my my first pick. I've been through a loop now. I'm just I I'll close up the first pick with the greatest villain of all time, Darth Vader. He's the good guy of the story. No, Anakin Skywalker is the good guy. Darth he Vader's. Brought, he brought the balance to the force. Yeah, Anakin Skywalker <laughs> did in the end. Uh, and then I'll double down with my second movie baddie, and I'll pick Thanos with my first pick of the second round. Darth Vader and Thanos, the two villains. Intergalactically. Darth Vader and Thanos. I'm going to keep some good alliteration here, which I will not be able to maintain for the entire podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Kathleen Kennedy. She's the president of Lucasfilm. Uh, 
if you have any questions as to why she's here, just see the last three trilogy movies and then and then come back and talk to me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go ahead. And, uh, that's where I'm rounding it off. All right. Um, personal favorite. Uh, I'm gonna screw up his name, but it's Anton Chigar from No Country for Old Men. Chigar. That guy. Uh, yep. He play. He's the dude who run walks around with the cow. Uh, yeah, the the yeah, the pi- the air piston. He's one of the, he's one of the best villains. In that, just- dude, that dude was so scary, bro. <laughs> just so and scary. he just flips coin. He like goes to the gas stations and just like flips coins to see if random people are gonna die. God, it seems a- it was your lucky day. Yeah. You should treasure life from now on. <laughs> Oh, that's that's good. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, wait. You're not done. No, yeah, I gotta do my third pick. Uh, I'll take uh, Hans Landa from. Oh, you motherfucker! From Glorious Bastards. So this is the first time I get to actually be upset at you. That's a that's a that's a bitch boy move that you just pulled. You knew I, I was gonna pick him. You don't even like him. I can't even. I can't you even. had two picks. Yeah, I picked the best too. I guess. What do you mean you guess? Yeah. Uh, he was a good guy. Yeah. Emperor Palpatine was better, bro. You literally changed the category so you could pick so you could do alliteration. <laughs> yeah, dude, because I hate these two people. That's why I did that. They're okay. villains, bro. All right. Uh dude, the bad guys are way better than the good guys. So Thanos was right. Darth Vader didn't do the job well enough. That's how come he's dead. <laughs> if he would have just trained Starkiller better, they could have taken down Emperor Palpatine together, and then he could have been the leader of the Galactic Empire. Hindsight. Should have And all that. I mean, Homeboy did rip, you know, Star Destroyer out of the sky. So maybe he did train him pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say so, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. I'm gonna go ahead and take Amy Dunn from Gone Girl. Oh man, what a what a that's that girl's freaky. She's the reason why I no longer trust women. <laughs> she's the she's the reason. Yeah, bro. That movie, I'm still shook. I've only watched it once. I can't watch it anymore. Uh, yeah. Fuck that movie. That movie was intense, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's not very it's not it's not a very fun movie. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh all right, I'll I'll stick with the uh I'll stick with the uh Quentin Tarantino villains and I'll pick Michel Calvin Candy from uh Django Unchained. You take, that's Leonardo DiCaprio's character? Yeah, that's Leonardo DiCaprio's character. I didn't actually know his name. <laughs> his name Leo. is Monsieur Candy. It was just uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in my head. Right. That was just Leonardo DiCaprio. That's funny. Um. All right. Let's see. Where can we get into uh, real-life villains? Hmm. I'm trying to think of real-life villains. Uh, I'll take Vladimir Putin for 500, <laughs> please. Uh, that's a good fucking pick. 
<laughs> I don't know if I have any real life villain that I <laughs> I'm just gonna just choose Vladimir Putin because it's the fun thing to do right now. He's really the only one that has he's like the figurehead that's been alive during my time. Right. All the other ones are dead and gone, so I don't really have any tangible hate towards them. Uh all right, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Light Lightsifer Safin from No Time to Die. Who is that? Rami Melek's character. Oh, yeah. That dude's just creepy. That motherfucker took away his happy ending with the wife and kid, bro. That was too much. Right? I was not thrilled. Spoiler <laughs> alert, by the way. No. If you ain't seen it, I don't give a fuck. All right. Uh, let's go ahead, Eric. What's, what's, what you got uh, now? With the fourth pick, I'll take Tyler Durden from Fight Club. And then, Who's the hero, though? I mean, in my eyes, he's the hero, but on paper, he's the... No, Ty- Tyler Durden is the dude, isn't he? Tyler <laughs> Durden is Edward Norton's character. It's the twist, bro. Like <laughs> you, You've seen Fight Club, right? Yeah. I thought Brad Pitt's character was named something different. No. It's the same person. No, I know it's the same person in the end. Oh, you're saying in the movie he had a different yeah. name. I'm sure he did. No, it's Tyler Durden. All right, we we believe you. I believed you. Uh, and while you figure that out, uh, my last pick, just because this movie fucked me up so bad when I was a kid, um, uh, Kathy Bates. Oh man, Annie yeah. Wilkins and Misery. Yeah, Misery. I don't the know good, if I've seen that one. That's a great movie. Robert Redford, Kathy Bates. She breaks his uh, she breaks his legs with a sledgehammer so he doesn't have to leave so he can't leave. Jesus, that's intense. Kathy Bates is a terrific villain, though. Yeah. Um. It, it Brad Pitt his character is Tyler Durden. I just looked it up. Yeah. Edward Norton's name is narrator. Now right. let us discuss why Fight Club comes up with a TV series in 2020, 2021. No fucking way. So it's those darn kids. Eleven Turkish kickboxers selected after long elimination share the same house for sixty days. They, <laughs> they cook their own meals and take care of the housework themselves. In Man, they've, this they've... atmosphere, there's a fierce struggle for the championship in the tough tests. Man, they really paid for some advertising, Bruh, Like, how did this come up when I look up Fight Club? The Turkish Fight Club. I love it. IMDb, your algorithm's all fucked up. Uh, villain. All right. That's what we're picking, right? This is my yep. fifth and final pick. Do I want to go historical? Or do I want to go the obvious choice that we've all missed? The obvious choice. The obvious choice, right? Mufasa's brother scar yeah it's a great pick it's a great pick it was was gonna be my next pick literally (laughs) fucking scar bro fuck that guy i'm still scarred to this day see what i did there that's a a great pick jermaine is just getting on a trend today where he just tells dad jokes to try to make eric laugh and eric hates him (laughs) and tries to not laugh and then ends up laughing more then why are you laughing I popped him so hard earlier, bro. He wasn't ready. <laughs> All right, is my my final pick? 
He's still laughing. Look at him. All right. So far, we've got Darth Vader, Thanos, Calvin Candy, and Vladimir Putin. My boy, Vladdy P. Uh, I'm going to go Bane. Wow. Over Heath Ledger's Joker, huh? Over Heath Ledger's Joker, yeah. It's a bold strategy, kind. Let's see how that yeah. pays off. I just want to get the people talking. And for, me, it's, for me, it's Bane is the final pick. A couple of honorable mentions for me, Loki and Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> you fucking terrorist. Honorable, honorable mention for me is White Goodman from Dodgeball. Fantastic villain. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> and... Um, Man, what's the Ivar? Ivar the Boneless for Vikings. Bro, I love Vikings. It's one of my favorite shows, dude. <laughs> it's such a good show. Under, criminally underrated. Uh, but yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Who was that dude that we cared about in like 2012 that was like getting a bunch of child soldiers in Africa? Coney? Joseph Coney? Was it Joseph Coney? kidnapping all the girls and shit, right? Right. I don't know if I know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Everybody was outraged for like three months. Oh, so it's Ukraine all over again? Yeah. Well, it was white. It, it wasn't white people back then. Oh, that's yeah, it was. It was. It was longer. Joseph Coney. Yeah. I typed in African Batman, and he's the first one that came up. So. <laughs> African Batman. Get the fuck up. There's no way that's the first one that came up. And Warlord Joseph Cody, bro. No, well done. I need to test this theory. <laughs> Let's see if it's just Eric's racist computer. <laughs> no, that's for sure just Eric's computer. What did you use? Google? Yes. What did, how did you spell Batman? One word? Did you say African Batman or African Batman? <laughs> no, I put African Warlord. Oh, oh, bro, come on now. I thought you put African Batman, and I searched it, and I was like, yo, Eric, that's not that's not coming up at all. That's what Eric gets for using Hunter Biden's laptop. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. You just donated $50 million to Ukraine. Hey, guy. <laughs> all right, so that was a real, relatively mundane pop culture pick because we all hated them, so we didn't espouse. Oh, why was that? Oh, that was crazy. Uh, yep, so that's the five. Uh, mine, Kim Kardashian, Kathleen Kennedy, Amy Dunn, Rami Malek, uh, Scar from Lion King. <laughs> I love I love Eric, that. now you talk. <laughs> I we're going over with you next. I didn't there pick it. La- I, I picked last. All right, so mine was uh, Denzel from Training Day. Anton, the guy from No Country, No Coral Men, Hans Landa, Tyler Durden, and Annie Wilkes from Misery. Honorable mention, Hannibal Lecter. Why did I think you picked From the Wire? From the Wire? Yeah, I thought the first guy you named was From the Wire. No, it's from Training Day. Are you sure you didn't say The Wire? Yeah. No, he said Training Day. 
Mm, I don't know if I trust Eric. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. <laughs> uh, I picked Darth Vader, Thanos, Calvin, Candy, uh, my boy Vladdy P, and then Bane. What was okay. uh, what was American Gangster? It was Lucas. What? Frank Lucas. Frank Lucas, bro. Oh, that's another, a good one. Another good honorable mention. That's alpaca. You blot it. Bro, when he walks up and just shoots that dude dead in his face in the start of the movie. Yeah. Uh, just walks back and put, gives the gun back to the person. I was just like. Played by Idris oh, Elba. shit. Oh, shit. Who, Frank Lucas played by Idris Elba? No, 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 no. The dude that he shoots in the face is, is oh, Idris yeah, Elba. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. And then. Uh, Final honorable mention. Anyone who cast Sean Bean just to kill him. You guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's made millions of dollars just getting killed. Ain't that something, bro? All right, so that's the top five villains. Let us know your lists anywhere you can talk to us. Instagram, Twitter, at Podcast Room 303. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the UCL draw preview. I'll go ahead and walk us through the draw Eight teams advance from the knockout stage, and they went into a big bucket of balls Uh, let me rephrase that they went into a a bucket of apple picking and the uefa president bent over and picked apples each time and that's how they ended up with these matchups and we ended up with benefica versus liverpool on april 5th manchester city versus atletico madrid on april 5th via real and bayern munich april 6th and why is this broken up so weird? Chelsea Mad- Chelsea versus Real Madrid. Also on the six. Also on the six. Why is that? Why is it like that? Oh, well. Uh, yeah. All right. So which one do we want to start with? Liverpool, obviously. Yeah, we can do we can do uh Benfica and Liverpool. Benfica with a uh shock elimination of Ajax. who was this podcast pick uh to run the table Uh, you know i know you guys should fade me and not listen to me but i don't really see i i I see two teams in this in this quarterfinal absolutely dominating and that's byron and liverpool we're really without even a without even a uh um any real stoppage in their play. I think Villarreal and Benfica are lucky to be here and they're going to and they came up against the worst two teams to draw. Yeah, absolutely I agree with that. Uh so Liverpool plus one and a half goals, right? Yeah. At plus money? Yeah, li- Liverpool right now minus one and a half is plus 102 like Jermaine said. No, oh, I said uh, plus. Yeah, I meant away. That. Away from home. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see any reason that that doesn't hit. And then, if we're taking that, you obviously take the over three. Right. Yeah, wow. over three right now minus one ten. Uh, Man City playing Atletico Madrid again that same day. Man City's at home. Um, I think we're gonna see the same result from Man City, but kind of a little less in attack. I don't think they've they haven't shown me that they can attack as much as Liverpool can, but they're gonna win this game pretty easily. I right now, uh Manchester, what's Manchester minus one at Eric right now? 
It's that weird. It's that weird like soccer half and half scoring. Yeah, it says minus one hundred eight, but I'm not sure if that's for no, the one and a half. Or it's if that's... it's for both of them, so it's a half bet. So if you yeah. bet twenty dollars, you put basically ten on minus one and ten on minus one and a half. Oh, that's weird. So if one hits, you get ten at minus one hundred eight. If both hit, you get twenty at minus one hundred eight. That's weird. I've never. Yeah. I don't know if I've never really noticed that before. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. The same as like the over two and a half and three. So that's a good note for you guys at home. If you see, if you're looking at soccer on whatever betting site you use, you should see. Uh, it's so right now Manchester City playing Atletico. Man, it says minus one. It has a comma, minus one and a half, and then in, in parentheses it has minus one oh eight. Basically, what that means is. If you have a $20 bet, you put 10 that Manchester United will win by minus one, and you put 10 that they'll win by minus one and a half. If Manchester City wins by, I guess that's kind of not a good example, but if Man- if Manchester wins by minus one, uh, it's a draw for $10 of your bet, and if they win by two, you win both bets and would make $20 at minus 108, whatever profit that is. Right, 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 right. All right, and then um, guess we don't want anything with the over under. Uh no, not not with the Man City game. I don't think. I don't think Atletico scores in that. So if you want a fun bet, Atletico goalless. <laughs> yeah, Manchester City to win to nail is a good bet too. Uh, Villarreal and Bayern. I, I think Bayern. I think both. I think both teams to score is probably a pretty good bet. But I don't think Bayern. Bayern right now minus one is minus one hundred five. I would even take Bayern minus one and a half or minus two, to be honest. That's pretty crazy that you can get them so. Like minus one seems great. Right, Bayern minus one minus one hundred five. That's what I would go if you minus one and a half should be plus money at those odds. Right. So, I would look at I would look at that. And if you like both teams to score and Bayern to cover, obviously you take the over. Right. And right, last, right, right. Last but not least, we have Chelsea versus Real. Where um, is where is this game? So that's that's why they don't have the odds for the game yet, is because they both got home draws. So now FIFA has to go back and redo the draw to see who has the home game first. Then we'll get the odds. What's taking them so long? Just set up the girl, put some apples in, and let them pick again. They and both got <laughs> home draws. Yeah, they both got home draws. It's only How happened like that one work? other time. I, I, don't, I don't know. Dude, I, I've never heard of this shit. And when I read the article, I was still confused. <laughs> I was Typical like, FIFA oil money. <laughs> Just changing the changing the rules around. All right. So it's so it hasn't been posted yet, then I guess. They do have Chelsea as the favorite to win the the both or to advance. But they don't have the individual game lines yet. Okay. All right, so stay tuned. <laughs> I agree. I agree that Chelsea advances. Chelsea, by the way, in four games of Champions League play, has not allowed a goal at home. So it'll be interesting to see if Real, who scored, uh, what was it? Ben- Benzema scored two goals in in two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah, three goals in the game. Two goals in two minutes. Can he do it again? Mm. That'd be I funny. Think the answer is no. That'd be funny if he did, though. 
<laughs> All right. So potential semis based off draw. We have City and Atletico versus Chelsea and Real and Liverpool, Benfica versus Villarreal and Bayern Munich. If you listen to this podcast before, uh, Eric and Nick were all over Liverpool versus Bayern final, and then I jumped in and agreed with them. And so now Nick has changed. Do you want to take us through? Yeah, well, so we were a little – we were around two. We were around two early with this. I think – so I think Chelsea advances. Chelsea versus Man City uh, and Bayern versus uh, Liverpool. So we were around too early on that, Eric, on our on, on your dream. Your dream came around too early. It's unfortunate because that's, that's the best matchup for the final. Yeah. But we're going to get it around early. I agree. Uh, here's how I think it's going to go. I think Chelsea beats Man City in Chelsea, and I think Man City beats Chelsea in Man City. I think this game goes to a penalty kick, to penalty kicks. And, and Chelsea we, blows it? Like and we have time. already seen Chelsea not do so well on penalty kicks. Man City advances on penalty kicks to play Bayern in the final. And then Man City wins the final on penalty kicks because we all know how Bayern does on penalty kicks in Champions League finals. You have Man City winning it all? Man City winning it all right now, plus 185. If you can find it on your betting site, try to see what, if if you can get either Man City, how they win the Champions League on penalty kicks, or if you can get team to win Champions League on penalty kicks. I wonder how much that would pay. Obviously, it's not on Bavada. <laughs> we all we do is bash but obviously it's not all right so i don't agree with nick nick can eat a dick on that one man city does not win they are notorious for choking they will blow it again it is only a matter of how they do it not win how and uh, i think byron wins it all byron is uh plus 300 by the way although a fun bet because anything can happen in a in a final. If Chelsea makes the final right now, they are plus. If you think Chelsea can make the final right now, Chelsea is plus twelve hundred to win the Champions League outright, and would probably be a good bet. So the only with all the sanctions they're facing and all the players knowing they're leaving and probably being locked out of UCL next year, I just think that's extra motivation. Now I'm biased because I'm a fan. But I think that's extra motivation for them to try to win it this year. It's a good yeah. point. And if you think that, my Venmo is JC Tech <laughs> Cologne Mendez. Don't even place the bet. Just send it to me. And thank you. At JC Tech Cologne Mendez. Well, there we go. You've heard it first. So the podcast has picked. I think for the first time, the podcast has picked different winners of this competition. I've Eric gone Man City. Chelsea. Eric picked Chelsea. Oh. I picked Bayern, which means the smart money should be on Liverpool, Liverpool plus 200. Hashtag fade us. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. Uh, yeah, so it's clearly Liverpool, which I, that's where I'll be putting, putting my money. <laughs> and so let's get into some of this news. Um, what do you, We should just start with the end. We have a few. Uh, so they, the Indianapolis Colts are big fans of the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other like imposter. 
Uh, and the three Spider-Men they have are Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and Matt Ryan. So Matt Ryan has joined Indianapolis. Thoughts? I So Blake turned to me, to, or Blake texted me today and said, we only got a third-round pick for Matt Ryan. And I feel like Falcons fans kind of overvalue Matt Ryan. Is this Falcons fans or is this just NFL fans at large? You think Matt Ryan is worth a third round pick? Yeah. I don't think he is. Absolutely. Matt Ryan is a better quarterback than most of the quarterbacks out there right now. Um, all right. Who I who, I I disagree with you. Who all right, how many how many quarterbacks can you name before you get to like, well, maybe they're not better than Matt Ryan? I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. Half the league, half, half the league, yeah. Trevor Lawrence's ass, Zach Wilson's ass, Justin Fields's ass, Trey Lance's ass. Carson Wentz is not better than Matt Ryan. Is Jimmy Garoppolo better than Matt Ryan? They may be the same. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Matt Ryan. Uh, so why so why is why is Jimmy Garoppolo still in San Francisco then? Because San Francisco's probably asking for one of the million first round picks they traded for Trey Lance. Nobody's giving a first for Jimmy Garoppolo. I look, what I'm saying is can the Colts use a pick right now and get a quarterback that's better than Matt Ryan? No. Probably not. No. So giving away a third round pick for Matt Ryan seems like I would do that if I needed a quarterback. Yeah. I, I That's because there's a lot of bad quarterbacks. In the NFL, yeah, I, just, I just don't see, I don't see it. I think, I don't think he's a top half of the league quarterback. So you don't think he's a top 16. I think he's right around there. I think he's average. And when you're, when you're going from captain, captain luck, to Philip River, to Jacoby Brissett, to Go whatever ha- whatever happened in the middle there. It's a weird gray area. To Philip Rivers, who couldn't get the ball downfield and threw hell interceptions. To Carson Wentz, who didn't show leadership. I think you'd <laughs> happily settle on Matt Ryan at that point. I, I mean, yeah, of the choices you gave me between Carson Wentz and Philip Rivers, I'm going to choose Matt Ryan. Would you rather have Marcus Mariota or Matt Ryan? The idea of Marcus Mariota is always better than the actual quarterback play of Marcus Mariota. So you want Matt Ryan? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. But I feel like everybody signs Marcus Mariota because they're like, "Oh, remember how remember. cool? Remember how cool Marcus Mariota was?" And then he plays, and they're like, "He sucks. He's like the worst parts of like Russell Wilson, RG three, oh, and Manziel, <laughs> Johnny Manziel. That's right." <laughs> That's like if the Powerpuff Girls professor put them all in a pot with sugar and spice, <laughs> right. you end up with Marcus Mariota. Right. Uh, what do you have, Eric? Well, I was just going to ask, who, who's the best quarterback in the division? Is it Tannehill or is it Matt Ryan? Oh, my God. Is that the question we have to answer right now? <laughs> Can I take Davis Mills plus, <laughs> plus money? Or whoever you think is the best quarterback. Holy shit! Tannehill really fell off last year. I think that's what it comes down to, comes down to is Eric. Pull me up a list of backup quarterbacks in the AFC South, please. <laughs> it's so bad that 
Trevor Lawrence is the number one overall pick, but Urban Meyer was so efficient in his sacking of that franchise. <laughs> Salty <Earth. laughs> Bro, Gen- Genghis Khan is proud. Like That's how maniacal Urban Meyer was. Did you hear the new shit that came out today? I, I saw the article. I didn't read it. What did the article say? I read it, and it so it was also written by The Athletic, so it's behind a paywall. I didn't read that one, but I read like highlights of it. And it was like he yelled at a player so bad, made him cry. He would go to to position groups and threaten them by saying the coach is going to lose their job if they don't stop sucking. <laughs> um, it, the winners, I'm a winner, you're a loser, kept popping up again in the article. Um, DJ Shark said he was surprised he lasted that long. 13 games. DJ Shark said he was surprised he lasted that long. Um, he didn't know who Aaron Donald was. Did you say he didn't know who Aaron Donald was? No. The quote was, man, who's this 99? He might be a problem for us. <laughs> he what, didn't know, Urban? He didn't know who Debo Samuel was. And he didn't know who Jamal Adams was. I don't. I don't. Well, okay. Of those three names, <laughs> Jamal Adams is probably the one that I would forget if you had to make me forget one. Yeah, but even then, you still know yeah, but, him. All right, but I have to ask you a question. If I, if you take the three names you just gave me and you have to game plan, you have to you have you can game plan against two of them, but you can't game plan against one of them. Yeah, I mean, Jamal Adams. <laughs> Jamal not... Adams, you're like, ah, let him go. <laughs> just throw the ball at him. He'll just drop it. Yeah. And then the the other thing was John Brown, right? John Brown, who is a Florida alum, he, tell, he walked up to – John Brown ran the wrong route. And then after practice, he was working on the route with Trevor Lawrence to fix the fact that he didn't know it. And he was just like – he walked past him and Trevor and was just like – you're gonna have to you're gonna have to say it slow for him. Those boys from the South's uh, transcripts ain't right. Uh, spot the lie. <laughs> I mean, not the right thing to say, but spy. <laughs> Shocker! A uh, uh, college player's transcript was doctored, but he pretty much called him stupid as fuck. Right. I don't know. I've never. What's John, to John Brown's Brown. Wonderlick? <laughs> yeah. Eric, can you know what John Brown's Wonderlick was? Like of the <laughs> things Urban Meyer said, that might be the most correct. The uh, bro, if the Wonderlick is now a racist test, did you hear about that? Oh no, they got rid of the Wonderlick, bro. Did they? Yeah, I you. It didn't have any bearing on anything. It was just fun to see the scores, bro. You had yeah, these... It was just fun to do it like Madden, and you're like, yeah, I got a 40. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently it's a racist test now. It's gone I didn't, now. I, it's, I didn't it's... really read into it, but I was just like, I'm not going to lose sleep over the Wonder Lake being gone. I loved the test because it was always funny that people brought it up like it meant something. <laughs> right. What it, did they, <sighs> do they have his score, Eric? Uh not that I'm seeing here. Okay. It's wow. probably all quarterbacks. Um, where did we stay off? So we got caught into the Matt Ryan uh, situation. So, yeah, I mean, I would say he's average. I would say he's like the 16th or 17th quarterback. Well, I mean, yeah, we can agree on that. 
<laughs> He's, you're not excited to have him. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not excited to have Matt Ryan. But I'm not better. going out and buying a Matt Ryan jersey. But he's better than Jared Goff, right? Oh, I no, probably not. That's a hard sell. <laughs> I'm not excited for either of them. <laughs> All right, let's move on. A uh, few other news. I don't know if you if you guys heard. We'll talk about the biggest news to happen. Uh, Chandler Jones signed with the Las Vegas Raiders. For a terrible, terribly small amount of money. When I mean, are people going to realize that Chandler Jones is a pretty decent football player? I don't know. People unanimously dislike him. But he got 17 mil in a year. I wish I could sign a one-year deal for 17 mil. I guess that's true. most sacks in the league since he's came in. No, I know. I'm with you. Like, it's a bad – I don't understand. Did you see his press conference? I just want to play with Max Crosby. Blah, 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 blah. It was it was just him kissing Max Crosby's ass for like five minutes. That might be Wait, the best you, pass rusher he's played with, though. Do you oh, like? Oh, is he taking Jones? a shot at JJ Watt? Do I do love like Chandler? Chan- Jones. Do you like Chandler Jones, Eric, or do you not like Chandler Jones? I'm pissed off that he went to the Raiders, but well, I like him, and I would love to have him on my team. But we, I I thought he was one of the best pass rushers on the market, and then they were throwing out this money at all these other people, and I'm like, right. I like, like I would rather have Chandler Jones at 17 mil over Randy Gregory. Yeah, exactly. That's and true. Then so, Cleo Max still getting paid all that stupid money to do what for the last three Von years? Von Miller signed a six-year, $120 million dollar deal. At 32. And 32. And Chandler Jones, I think, is, is like, slightly younger than him. Like, why is Chandler Jones not getting that, that kind of money? Then? What, uh, so the Raiders kind of are doubling down now. They lost uh, their good wide receiver to, uh, you know, legal issues. So they got an even better wide receiver in Devontae Adams. Now, I have a question. Can there be both winners of this trade? Which trade? The Devontae Adams trade? Yeah. You think the first and the second is a good trade for the Packers? I think the Packers were 7-0 and when Devontae Adams didn't play. So they obviously didn't need him. Doesn't the Packers have a bad history of just not making good picks? Yeah, all the time. Jordan Love is still on that team. (laughs) And he was a first-round quarterback, by the way. Here's what I don't understand. With Devontae Adams, you couldn't get over the hump in the playoffs. I don't care if you were 7-0 in the regular season. You're not playing playoff competition every every week. So – that's where I don't understand. I was just like, if Aaron Rodgers is coming back to win it all, how does this help? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they get like Chris Olave in the draft or something like that. I hope not because I want the Saints to get him. They're bringing Greg, <laughs> Je- they're bringing Greg Jennings out of retirement. <laughs> He's going to carry the team on his back. <laughs> Do. <laughs> they're going to bring Randall. Uh, they're going to bring Randall Cobb, Greg Jennings. And uh, Donald Driver <laughs> out of retirement. So there's only one quarterback left that's to be traded, and there's the spots are getting eaten up. So Jimmy Garoppolo's a Panther, right? No. Or Baker. 
Oh, oh I, gu- I guess. Uh, so is Baker Mayfield a Panther? <laughs> Look at him. He wishes it was Jimmy. <laughs> he just realized he was quarterback. <laughs> okay, listen. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to get angry right now because I don't want it to be Baker Mayfield. <laughs> well, we don't know if it's if Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback or he's the product of a good scheme in San Francisco. However, <laughs> both of those two guys, if we're talking about same book, same page, they're on a different astro plane than <laughs> Sam Darnold. Yeah. I mean, Sam Darnold is... It's one of those quarterbacks worse than Matt Ryan. <laughs> I, I, Sam Darnold is not a top 32 quarterback. Prove me wrong. I, Dude, there's some bad quarterbacks. Yeah, and, and yeah, and they're all better than Sam Darnold. I, I don't want Baker Mayfield. I will happily take Baker Mayfield over Sam Darnold. So it goes Jimmy, Baker, Sam. It goes Jimmy, <laughs> Baker, and then to quote Moneyball, then there's a layer. Then there's five layers of shit. And then there's <laughs> Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, it's crazy, bro. I kind of wish. I, just, you guys I, would I don't. I don't think Carolina's getting anybody. Carolina doesn't have the draft capital. I, but it does not benefit San Francisco to keep Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster. It doesn't, but I think they want, like you said, they want a first-round pickback. I know, but Trey Lance is going to be looking over his shoulder the whole time. Trey Lance is going to have one bad game, and 49ers are going to be, and then everyone's going to be like, when does Jimmy start? When does Jimmy start? Yeah, I, I agree with you. But I don't think they, but I think San Francisco has an inflated notion of what Jimmy G is. Okay, so we don't. So I, I think he moves, but I don't know. There's not many teams left. Maybe the Texans can get Jimmy Garoppolo. I think the Texans like Davis Mills. I like Davis Mills, <laughs> so I'm with the Texans. Oh, 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 long neck himself. <laughs> oh, daddy long neck, bro. Oh, daddy long neck Davis Mills. Um, oh man, that's it's fast. So Jimmy stays then. I, I think he does, yeah. That's crazy, bro. What a what a blown situation by John Lynch. Yeah. Three firsts for Trey Lance. Didn't play him a whole season. And then you didn't trade Jimmy Garoppolo for an Alex Smith-like package because he's the new Alex Smith. Yep. For all to sit back up and then leave in free agency. You know who's an interesting team now? Seattle. Ooh. But they're not pulling off a Jimmy G trade because that's inner conference and you don't want that storyline reigning over you as a 49ers team. So, but Baker to Seattle. And Drew Locke to the Browns. <laughs> Dude, Drew Locke, Drew Locke to the Panthers because he's he's probably oh, he's probably better than Sam Darnold. When I take him over Sam Darnold. All right, all right. I, wait, I I, I want to do the rankings again. Jimmy G, Baker Mayfield, two layers of shit. <laughs> Drew Locke, Drew Locke, then the five layers of shit, then Sam Darnold. Oh my goodness, this is great. All right. And obviously the one that I've been avoiding talking about is Deshaun Watson got traded to Cleveland. Hey, Cleveland did their extensive research. 
I know you saw that. How many times has somebody in the NFL said that, and then the very next day, the opposite side is just like they never talked to us. Right. right. <laughs> you know what their research was? Ring, 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 ring. Hey, Deshaun, it's Cleveland. We want to trade a lot of draft capital for you. Did you do it? He went, nope. And they went, good enough for us. <laughs> and hung up the phone. Their and call, I was an intern in the football, not even in the in the business operations department. Their call was to Deshaun's lawyer. Hey, man, you got enough evidence to beat this? Yes, I do. All right, tight. <laughs> yeah. he said no i don't but uh, another 15 million might help and they're like oh we got you can you imagine if he ends up being guilty of these civil cases and they paid him all that money they'd be the most cleveland browns thing correct how 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 much guaranteed 54 no it was what's, what's he, it was 200 and, it was like 200 million guaranteed wasn't it yeah Two hundred fifty-four million guaranteed, bro. Can you That's, imagine if the Browns that can't be right? If the Browns just have Deshaun Watson on their roster only, oh man, he never plays a game for them. So if they trade away Baker, which they said they're not doing, apparently, because Baker has to play for them. Because right. <laughs> right. Deshaun can't play yet. All right. Lost in this whole situation is they still need someone to hold the line until Deshaun gets back. What's Brady Quinn doing these days? <laughs> Bro, I heard Jimmy Clausen's ready to suit up. <laughs> no, please, God, no. <laughs> what's uh, what's um, what's Bernie Kosar doing these days? The last Browns quarterback, or what's uh, what's oh um, Derek Anderson, the last Browns quarterback to be good. 231.03 fully guaranteed. Oh my goodness. This is the most Cleveland Brown situation I ever heard of, bro. So this is my prediction now. Somehow they paid him a million dollars for every one of his civil court cases. I know it would be it would be 10 million. I, it was a joke. Oh. I was just saying he had 203 sexual <laughs> harassment cases against him. Could you imagine if that happens, though? Would that not be the most Cleveland Browns thing? I think it already is the most Cleveland Browns thing. Has it happened yet? But it's going to happen, right? Right. So, well, it was two firsts, two seconds, a third, and a fifth, right? <laughs> right. For Deshaun and a fourth, I think. The next highest guaranteed money of all time in NFL history is 150 amps. They beat it by 80 mil. Yeah, they set a dangerous precedent. They beat him by 80 mil, and he's not, he may not even play. That's what I keep laughing about. So, Patrick Mahomes uh, is the next highest guaranteed, right? Yeah, that's right, because Patrick Mahomes set that record. Uh, I think that's the reason why Atlanta and New Orleans didn't uh, win that trade. I think Deshaun was like, well, Cleveland said they'll pay me the most. Well, the only one that came out. Was Carolina. Carolina leaked to, or Carolina said to the media that the reason they didn't get Deshaun is because they refused to guarantee the last two years of his contract. So you would imagine Atlanta and New Orleans did the same thing. Oh, yeah. I don't actually, I don't necessarily disagree with that now. No, I don't disagree with it either. A fully guaranteed contract for someone you're not sure. Oh, dude, this could right. be the most Cleveland thing ever. All right, let's go ahead. You want to move us into the baseball and NHL uh, moves? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about baseball. So basically every every big name free agent has been off the board with the exception of uh, Brendan Crawford. Um, actually, Eric, can you look up? Is Brendan Crawford a, still a free agent? So he's 38, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he, but he was he had 6.1 wins above replacement last year. Yeah, what did he? What has he done for me lately? <laughs> uh, you know, I guess they, well, he's been in the off season, so probably not that much. Uh, so the big the big free agent signings in baseball: uh, Carlos Correa moved from Minnesota or moved from Houston to Minnesota. Ooh, weather change. Yeah, Minnesota making a splash this year that they don't normally they don't normally do this. They do this, do uh, it for shortstops though. Who's the, didn't they sign one last time, or was that one of their own guys? Who's their I don't know who you're talking about. It was Wait. like Joe. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Talking, talking about Joe Mauer, Brandon Crawford from the Giants. Yeah. yeah, he signed an extension, and during the season last year. Oh, he with, did with the Giants. With the Giants. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Okay. Yeah. Oops. Um. Yeah. So there's there's basically no uh, big name free agents left. Uh. So Carlos Correa moved from the Astros to Minnesota. Marcus Simeon moved from the Blue Jays to Texas. Robbie Ray moved from the Blue Jays to Seattle. Wade Miley, star reliever, moved from a Cincinnati to Chicago. That was White, a White trade, Sox. I believe. Right, White Sox, right? No, the Cubs. Wade. Miley oh yeah, you said some. The big, the big trade of the offseason was Matt Olson moving from Oakland to the Braves. Uh, the Braves then not re-signing Freddie Freeman, and Did Freddie Freeman see- moving to the Dodgers. Do you see what Freddie Freeman said? No. He felt blindsided. Fuck you, bro. They offered you the same contract. I here's my thing. I, you know, we are friends with a couple of Braves fans. The podcast is friends with a couple of Braves fans. Braves fans, you just won a World Series and you literally got better. I, I get it. Freddie Freeman is the guy that's played for your franchise for a lot longer. I'll let you guys in as somebody who's not a Braves fan. And not in the little the little cone of the world that is the Atlanta Braves. Matt Olson is a younger, better version of Freddie Freeman. He's what fr- they wanted Freddie Freeman to be. Well, he's just he's just Freddie Freeman three years before Freddie Freeman was good. And you gave up prospects to get him in Oakland. Here's the shocking thing about free agency this year. You want to talk about teams tanking? Between yeah. you two, between you two, how many wins do you think Oakland has surrendered this offseason in trades? 18.3. Eric? 27. 20 and a half wins they have surrendered. This is Price is Right, right? So I won. Right. <laughs> the, next, the next closest team is Cincinnati, who also traded away or lost a lot of their big pieces. They're 10 and a half. God damn, they got him beat by ex- almost double. Almost double. Holy of, shit. I'll give you now that I'll give you the top five teams that won free agency, right? Based on wins above replacement added. The New York Mets, 12 and a half wins added. Yeah, but they always win free agency. It's going to take the Mets, who last year, if you remember, set an MLB record for the longest time in first place. To not make the playoffs. 
something like 200 and something days. Or I think maybe that's not right. I don't think that's right, actually. 200 days sounds too high. Yeah, but they, they set the record. Atlanta, the Atlanta Braves, by the way, 88 wins and won the World Series. Won the World Series. Were unlucky last year on the order of six wins below average. Then they added 10.4 wins above replacement this year, this offseason. Atlanta Braves? Atlanta Braves. With guys the, like is that Matt the Olson. Most? Is that the most this Second season? most. New York is the most. With guys like Kenley Jansen, Colin McHugh. I already mentioned Matt Olson. Uh, who else? Darren O'Day, reliever from the Yankees, was injured last year. They're not doing too bad right now. I thought the Braves have been killing it, personally. The Braves have been doing really well. I think, personally, the, the, Braves, the Braves might win hundred over 100 games this year. Oh, wow. The third best team in free agency, Jermaine, you'll love this. Cubs, they added 10.1 wins. Yeah, but we lost 87 at the trade deadline. Big, big Cubs signings. I already mentioned I already mentioned Wade Miley, Marcus Stroman from the Mets in free agency, uh, Jan Gomes from the Nats, oh, Jonathan shit. Villar from the Mets, uh, Anderton uh, Simmons, a real good role player from the Twins, uh, Mikel Givens, a good reliever from Colorado. <laughs> which I know that I know that you guys just had to clean out yours. He was a good reliever. Sorry, good reliever before Colorado. I think. What was the, the Japanese Cubs, kid's name? Uh, oh, yeah, and Suzuki from Japan. That's also right. His name was. Where was he? Do, 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 do. Uh, Siaya Suzuki. They teased me. I thought we were going to get Carlos Correa, bro. Yeah, well. Even with everything that you got going on, Jermaine, though, I don't think you guys are making the playoffs. No, absolutely not. W what pitchers do we have? Wade Miley. That's it? Uh, yeah, and he's a reliever. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We have, like, Stroman and Hendricks, and we got to fill 162 games late. <laughs> right. <laughs> they cannot pitch that much, ladies and gentlemen. We're screwed. Right, and, and actually the next three, kind of shocking, Texas, Miami, and Detroit are the fourth, fifth, and sixth highest wins above replacement added in free agency. Well, Marcus Simeon was good last year, so Texas isn't that. Um, I, I don't think Texas is going to be good. What, they're, they, they're like the Mets. Right. They're the AL Mets. They win free agency and then never win anything. I think one of the most improved teams that we may see, though, the Tigers. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Tigers sneak their way into the playoffs with the new format. The Tigers win their division. Calling no, it. the Tigers do not win their division. Calling it. The Chicago White Sox are probably going to be the best team in the AL. No, they're going to fall off and trade people. Watch. It's <laughs> a bold assumption. <laughs> so going back to that Mets stat, they were first... For 103 days, they were pacing to win 89 games. They ended up blowing it, and the Braves won 88 games. Had they not blown it and stayed on pace, they still could have won that division. They ended up winning 77, by the way. 
They were on pace for eighty nine and missed it by twelve. Yep. That's and we're that's, not and we're not unlucky either. That's the most Mets thing I've ever heard, bro. Javi Baez went to the Tigers, right? He did, correct. Yeah, Tigers winning it all. You think the Tigers are winning it all? Yeah, the ship. Uh, I don't think we. I, I don't think we see any change in the AL right now. I, obviously, as we get closer to the season, and Bavada posts their uh, odds, I'll give you my baseball odds right now. I think Toronto wins the East. I think the White Sox win the Central. Houston wins the West. I think Yankees raise in Boston. I think we get four playoff teams from the East in this new format. Well, they're all good. They're all incredibly good, except for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, in the AL, I think, or in the NL, I think we have a split across all divisions. I think even though the Giants lost a lot of players, they didn't do too bad in free agency with the players they added back. I and they'll, they, they'll have one of those sneak trades at the trade deadline. Of course. Uh, I think this comes down to who can stock up the most of the trade deadline between Atlanta and LA for this arms race to the pennant. <laughs> wait you said who and who i the braves and the dodgers yeah this is going to be an arms race throughout the season to see who can get to the pennant zach granke will end up on one of those two teams calling it now zach granke by the way signed with the kansas city royals yeah that's why i'm that's why i'm calling it good for good for zach granke going back (laughs) all right let's move into march madness right getting ready good and done on that uh, Detroit Tigers is a lock for me to win it all. Eric, what, what's the what's the Detroit Tigers? Uh, actually, I think I have it pulled up right here. Oh no, I don't. I lied. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Detroit oh, Tigers to win it all. Just going to March Madness. I'll pull it up. All right. So the tournament started last weekend. I was in Vegas to celebrate it. Nick was at a birthday party for little kids. He probably had more fun. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so Gonzaga and Georgia State. Gonzaga won, and they faced off against Memphis, who beat Boise State. The winner of that was Gonzaga. They're facing Arkansas, who beat upset darling New Mexico State, who covered the spread on Arkansas, which was tight. And NMSU beat UConn. Arkansas beat Vermont. Um, Notre Dame advanced, like we said they would, and then almost beat Texas Tech. Couldn't squeak it out, and Tech uh, beat Darling uh, early pick favorite Montana State, and now they face Duke. Duke beat Michigan State. Uh, stop me if you've heard that before with Coach K at the helm, and Michigan now, State now twelve and one against Tom Izzo. <laughs> yeah, Michigan State uh, beat Davidson, another like uh, low seed favorite that just didn't deliver. Duke beat Cal State Fulton. Baylor beat Norfolk State. And then lost to North Carolina, and it wasn't even close. Remember the stat that I dropped on you guys. Since 2007, there has been no defending champion who has made it past the Sweet 16. And there it is. Baylor uh, succeeded that stat. Um, North Carolina beat Marquette in the first round. St. Mary's advances over Indiana. That was uh, 
I don't really remember that game, to be honest. That was oh, Indiana got demolished, and that's the one where the cheerleader got the ball off the backboard. St. Mary's then lost to UCLA, who advanced to face North Carolina. UCLA beat Akron to get there. Texas beat Virginia Tech because they shot the ball well, shockingly. Then Texas loses to Purdue because they can't shoot the fucking ball for the last six years. They gave Purdue almost 40 free throws or over 40 free throw attempts. <laughs> Purdue had 35 plus free throw makes. Can you look up the free throw stats for Purdue? The Longhorns are who we thought they were. I was unbelievable. And then the big men were guarding a big man who only went right and the announcers kept gushing over. But he kept turning right to shoot with his right hand, right hook, stepping into the lane from the left box. And for some reason, coaches and Texas big men could not remember to stop that move. 33 of they were 33 of 46 from the free throw line. That's not very good either. That's not good, but they <laughs> shot it 46 <laughs> right, times. Right. So if, Purdue, if you're gonna be if you're gonna shoot not good 46 times, you're probably gonna make a lot of points. Yeah. Texas beat them in almost every statistical category except for free throws and shooting percentage. Yeah. Well, uh -huh. yeah, exactly, well, Eric. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, there you go. That's how you lose a basketball game. <laughs> That's the Texas team I knew. Uh, Purdue beat Yale and then Purdue beat Texas. They now face St. Peter's. Cinderella Darling, who beat Kentucky and Murray State, who beat San Francisco. Moving on to the other side of this bracket, Arizona faces Houston. Arizona beat TCU and Wright State. Uh, Houston beat Illinois and UAB. Michigan faces Villanova. Michigan, who I liked coming into this, and my buddy kept telling me Michigan doesn't belong here, yet somehow here they are. Michigan beat Colorado State and Tennessee. Big SEC favorite that just couldn't deliver. SEC really dropped the ball this tournament. Fade Rick Barnes in the tournament. Hell yeah. That's why Texas fired him. <laughs> Villanova beat Ohio State and Delaware to face Michigan. Uh, Kansas beat Texas Southern and, and Creighton. Providence beat Richmond, uh, who had the big upset that ruined everyone's bracket early on in Iowa. And uh, Providence beat South Dakota State and Richmond to, to play Kansas. Iowa State beat Wisconsin, who did not – Barely squeaked by Colgate, so that's not really shocking. Iowa State actually handled Wisconsin pretty well. And uh, Miami upset a very game USC team that we were all over. And then they upset another SEC favorite. Sorry, Eric. I know this one pains you. Miami beat Auburn and now faces Iowa State in a 10-11 matchup that I always seem to see in every tournament. That Auburn one hurt. That Auburn one hurt a lot of people. Eric was like, I don't want to talk about it, bro. They got so, Auburn got whooped, right? Yeah. It wasn't even it wasn't yeah. even close. So we'll so we'll start. So Nick's betting nuggets now for the for the sweet 16. We'll start with what you just said, Jermaine. I agree with you that it all I always seem to feel like I feel like I always seem to see a 10 and 11 matchup. All right, before we go any further, I don't know if we said this yet, but Detroit Tigers plus 5,000 to win it all. Not as high, not as high as I thought it'd be. Well, they, yeah, I mean, they made a lot of signings. So I thought it'd be higher. I mean, who's on the Detroit Tigers before those signings? Spencer Torkelson, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's it, bro. And he's not even been that great yet. 
All right, go ahead. All right. So, excuse, excuse you. <laughs> three times in the tournament since tournament and or since I guess expansion, 1985, a number ten has played a number eleven seed. In every one of these three times, the dog has won outright. Ooh, so and means- two of three have made the final four. So Miami's going to the final four. No. Iowa State's a dog. Iowa State is a plus 130 dog. Iowa State is also plus 600 to win their region, which is the same thing as making the Final Four. (laughs) For those of you kids at home. For those of you who don't know. Dude, that Iowa State team, they they got some moxie. I watched that game, bro. Iowa State is the definition of sucking butt in the beginning of the season just to get hot at the right time. No, the- no, no, no. That is North Carolina. <laughs> well, yeah, that's North Carolina every year, I feel like. Speaking of North Carolina as a professional podcast, since 1985, there have been 21 eight or nine seeds in the Sweet 16. When facing a four or five seed, it has happened 17 times, the lower seed, the eight or the nine seed, is twelve and five against the spread, and is ten of and is ten and seven outright. Right now, Man. UNC plus two plus one fifteen on the money line. You get them as dogs as well. You get them at dogs. Yep. Oh, bro, they're winning that outright. <laughs> All right, we'll take you through a couple more here. Duke. Yep. Hold on. Don't we have what? UCLA winning it all? Also? We do. Yes, we do, and it pains me. <laughs> So right. this none of this is to uh this is just to inform the betters uh on the podcast. This is by no uh, I reserve the right to completely change my mind next week and say I was right all along with my <laughs> with my bracket picks. Uh we talked about Duke. Duke are the darlings. Duke has been the dog right now. They are uh plus one, correct, Eric? Yes, plus one. Duke is plus one right now. They've been the dog three times. Under Coach K in the Sweet 16. They have lost every single game, but by no more than six points. Okay? Keep that in mind. That'll come back up later. Since 1985, this is bad news for you for you, uh, Chaos uh, Theory subscribers out there. Since 1985, there have been 20 dogs of at least 12 points in the Sweet 16. The last outright win was 2002, and of those 20, only three times have the Dogs lost by single digits. Mm. And the last time that they lost by single digits, obviously remember the outright win in 2002, the last time they lost by single digits was 1993. Mm. So right now, Purdue is a minus 12.5 point favorite against St. Peter's. Book it, boys. Book it. Oh, we talked about we talked uh, at length about how Bill Self manages to get the handgun out and shoot him in the shoot himself in the foot sometime in the Sweet Sixteen to Elite Eight range. In the Sweet in the Elite Eight, Bill Bill Self is six and ten against the spread. Sorry, in the Sweet Sixteen, Bill Self is six and ten against the spread. He's ten and six outright. So right now, Providence plus seven and a half playing Kansas. Kansas money line 
minus 330. Since 2010, number one overall seeds. So that means, you know, they seed all 68 teams. The number one overall seed this year was Gonzaga. Number one overall seeds are one and four against the spread in the Sweet 16 since 2010, but are five and oh outright. Arkansas plus nine and a half. Zag's money line right now is minus 430. Okay. Everybody got those stats. So with let's that, pick some, let's pick some games. With that, I present Nick's Sweet 16 spread parlay. Take Duke plus six. Right now, you can get it minus 245. Take Purdue minus 12 and a half. UNC plus two. Providence plus seven and a half. And Arkansas plus nine and a half. If you take all those and they hit, that plays plus seven, 1,000. 771. 1771 is what it pays. If you put $100 on it. If you put $100 on it. Now, for my Sweet 16 Moneyline parlay, here's what you're going to put. Here's what you're going to play. You're going to play Texas Tech, Purdue, Iowa State, UNC, Kansas, and Gonzaga. If all those hit, that play that pays $100 pays 1,533. Mm. Now let's pick the games without betting. Who advances now looking at this bracket? Let's see. Gonzaga. <laughs> All right, so Gonzaga over Arkansas. Who do you got in Tech, Duke? Texas Tech. Who do you have in Arizona, Houston? Ooh. I'm going to defer to the crowd here. I'm going Houston. I like the dog in this one. If you're going to bet Houston, please don't take the plus one. That's fool's gold. <laughs> bet the line. Ride it to the end and fucking hope for the best. All right. You had Houston as well, correct? Yeah. All right. Uh, Michigan, Villanova. Villanova. You? I can't bet against Michigan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it. You're one of the people who said Michigan don't belong. The run's over. The run's over, right? Michigan gets crushed. But what do we say about two seeds? Gets crushed. Okay. You heard that here, ladies and gentlemen. Nick said crushed. We're going to have to come back to this. All right, North Carolina versus UCLA. Uh, UCLA. UCLA? Oh, Eric has North Carolina. I wasn't sure there. Uh, so we'll say UCLA because Nick picked UCLA, but with split on the podcast, I don't want to pick that one, so I'm just going to defer to you two and let you battle it out. Uh, Purdue versus St. Peter's. Purdue. St. Peter's. Oh! Although, although, remember what I told you guys, picking in the first round, Purdue, again, has the top 10 offense and outside the top 100 defense. If St. Peter's is going to win, that's how they're going to win. And the Big Ten is sucked. Butt. And the big thing, the Big Ten is sucked. But what is the St. Peter's line right now? Plus six fifty, right, Eric? Uh, money line is plus six twenty-five. Six twenty-five is the money yeah. line. How dare you not get it right, Nick? <laughs> Kansas versus Providence. Kansas. Kansas. Oh man, that Providence team, there's just something. That's, that's a classic Bill Self Trap game. 
I know. It's like if there's any game Bill Self's losing, it's this one. All right. And then Iowa State versus Miami. Iowa State. Iowa fucking State, bro. I'm going Miami here, bro. I don't know oh. what it is. Miami's got something. I like it. Iowa yeah, State. It's called bra- bracket busting energy, bro. Fuck. <laughs> I had Auburn in all my brains. <laughs> you also had Tennessee, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Eric was talking about SEC the whole time leading up to our March Madness show, and SEC has done nothing but bend him over and no loop him <laughs> all fucking weekend, bro. <laughs> is there even an SEC fucking team left? Yeah, there is. Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas. yeah. <laughs> you asked if there was. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, you didn't say pick it, Arkansas, Eric. I didn't oh, say no. it was the one you picked. All right. So with that being said, you guys have Iowa State versus Kansas. Who are you taking? Iowa State. Iowa State, Iowa State makes the final four. Bill Self, you suck Kansas butt. Two and this year against Iowa State, right? Yes. Yes. Iowa State. Wins. Iowa State. It's All really right, hard to beat. So, so before we go Hold into on. the oh, I was going to say you? before we go into the Elite Eight, let me discuss something that is often not right on the podcast, but we love <laughs> to bring up. And it's called Revenge Games. Like Eric just mentioned, in the regular season, Kansas beat Iowa State twice. I don't know if it's the same thing as football, but it's hard to beat a team three times. It really is. Ask, ask Duke when they beat North Carolina both times and then play them in the turn, ACC tournament. Right. Bro. It hasn't uh, worked that way for North Carolina, though. In the Elite Eight, I believe right now we have Texas Tech playing Gonzaga. We have Tech versus Gonzaga, yes. Tech lost to Gonzaga in the regular season by 14. Take Tech spread. If Duke does advance, if Duke does beat Texas Tech, Duke Duke beat Gonzaga by three in the regular season. Take Gonzaga. Okay. I know we picked UNC, but or UCLA, sorry. But if UNC does advance, they lost to Purdue by nine. In the in the regular season, uh, we have Arizona. Uh, if if Michigan continues this run that nobody thought they would do, they're probably going to. And Arizona beats Houston, they're probably going to run into a wood chipper as Arizona beat them by eighteen in the regular season. No, so Arizona beat Michigan, so Michigan's going to advance then, right? Okay, next. and that's it. And then Kansas beat Iowa State, like Eric. And- like Eric mentioned twice. All right. So with that being said, in the Midwest, our final our elite eight is Iowa State versus Kansas. You guys both have Iowa State, correct? Plus six hundred. Plus six hundred. Uh to come out of the Midwest is what Nick's referencing. Um then we have Villanova versus Arizona. Oh, uh, sorry, versus Houston. You both have Houston coming out of that. Or wait, you had Michigan. Uh, what? You <laughs> yeah, you have Michigan versus Houston. And Nick has Villanova versus Houston. So we'll do Villanova versus Houston just because he's the co-host. Either way, Houston wins. Houston wins? Who do you got? I don't know. Eric has kind of converted me to a believer on this Villanova team. I sh- we should have listened to him. <laughs> Bro, the a- number two seed we needed to pick was Kentucky. And I even said, so we're taking Kentucky, right? And everyone's just like, no. <laughs> I remember I said something like something. I don't. I can't remember the exact quote, but I said something silly like "auto advance the ones and twos." <laughs> don't believe the Oral Roberts hype. Uh, that aged well. Um, anyways, uh, so you have Villanova over Houston. You have Houston over Villanova. 
I actually want to take that back. Mm-hmm. I forgot how much I believed in Villanova before this. So you have started. to ride Villanova. Then. I have to ride Villanova. Yeah. All right, so we got Iowa State Villanova in the Final Four. Yeah, it's Villanova. You have Villanova. Yeah, Iowa State's you, run comes to an end. You have Villanova, so Villanova into the championship. Now to the other side. You oh, did both, we just really put Villanova back in the championship? You have Gonzaga versus Tech. The both of you, Gonzaga. Gonzaga into the final four. Now here's where it gets interesting. You Nick, you have UCLA and they are facing Purdue. You also have Purdue. Who do you have, Nick? I yeah, UCLA. And you have North Carolina versus Purdue. Who do you have? North Carolina. North Carolina, obviously. Purdue is losing regardless. This is so biased. So Purdue is losing regardless. We're gonna move UCLA into the final four for the next part because that's biased as fuck. North Carolina's run comes to an end. So Gonzaga versus UCLA. Who do you have in that? UCLA. And who do you have, Nick? UCLA. Yeah, UCLA. UCLA. I don't want to hear a goddamn word out of you from North Carolina. (laughs) Bro, did you not watch them play? All year. What do you mean did you not watch it? What do you mean? Oh, no. You watch them play? They blew a 25-point lead. But they won. It doesn't matter. They blew a 25-point lead. what's What's about to be said. When I watched North Carolina basketball, they were they had a new coach. They were still adjusting. They played bad. Then I moved, uh, and I didn't watch as many North Carolina games. Uh, so I missed the whole 13-game win streak. Uh, isn't that unbelievable? It's just for, ridiculous. For three months, I heard Eric tell me North Carolina was absolute dog garbage. I go, to Vegas, I go to Vegas and throw buku bucks on North Carolina, and then Eric's just like, North Carolina's getting that Baylor. I was so, I wanted to come fly home immediately and hit him <laughs> in the face. As I, was so, I was so mad. So for that principle, we I am not allowing you to have a North Carolina in the Final Four, even if they make it. For this podcast episode, it's not happening. So UCLA versus Gonzaga, who do you have? UCLA. And who do you have, Nick? UCLA. All right, so we have a matchup of UCLA versus Villanova. Who do you have, Eric? Villanova. You have Villanova? Hey, why'd you say it so quietly? Hey, he was hey, not cuss. <laughs> he said, he said. Because I want the Villanova-UNC rematch. Hey, I want that. Hey, oh, that'd be fun. Hey, it's an ASMR podcast. Yeah, it's an ASMR podcast. So you have Villanova as well, Nick? No, UCLA. All right, so you have UCLA. It's a team of destiny. And you have Villanova. And my team of destiny is Miami. Miami wins it all this year. So basically... I would also also love a Duke-UNC rematch in the Final Four with Duke getting their revenge. Do you hate... North Carolina more than you hate Duke? Yes. Of course. He's an NC State fan. They're both fucking we don't, North Carolina. We don't, we don't play Duke. Duke is not every, a rival. Yeah. Duke is not a rival. Yeah, we just shit on you guys all the time. Not in, in football. In basketball. Yeah, bro, he's talking about football. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm also talking about rival. We don't play Duke as a rivalry game. We they're play not, they're, North Carolina. Duke, Duke is in the other side. Yeah. So you have UCLA, Nick, and you have Villanova. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. If you've been listening and following, podcast motto is fade us. But if not, Eric, tell us the odds for UCLA to win out all the all win it all, and the odds for Villanova to win it all. 
And also give us the odds for North Carolina because I know that's who you really want to pick. Sorry, wow. They suck. They're yeah, they're not so good. Horrible. We can't hit the jump shot to save our lives. As meanwhile, they have a thirty fucking point lead right, on the one seed. Right. What are the three teams you want? UCLA, Villanova, and North Carolina. UCLA has the best odds at plus twelve hundred. Villanova has plus fourteen hundred. They don't even have North fucking Carolina on here. Oh yeah, plus twenty two hundred. I was about to shit a brick. <laughs> I was just like, that's disrespectful. There's really only 16 teams you have to have odds for. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let's see. And then Nova versus UCLA is plus 4,000. Ooh, that's fun. Uh, do you have uh, outright uh, bracket winners like to, to make it to the Final Four, like West, South, East, Midwest? By the way, scooped UCLA uh, prior to the tournament. UCLA, UCLA plus 1,800 to win. Oh, the East? Uh, to no, win the to East? win. No, to win the whole thing. The oh. whole shablammy. So you took the podcast bracket to heart, bro. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Dude. All right. So for for the East, it's Purdue at plus 115, UCLA at plus 210, North Carolina at plus 260, St. Peter's at plus 1400. <laughs> yeah, St. Peter's what I hit. Midwest, Kansas minus 190, Miami plus 500, Providence plus 600, Iowa State plus 600. Whoa! Whoa! Pick more. what's what's Iowa State six hundred right? Six hundred, yeah. Iowa State's and, coming out of that bracket. Miami South. dog, I'm telling you, bro. Either way, Bill Self is losing to a double seed. <laughs> Classic Self. Classic Self. <laughs> All right, go ahead. South uh, region is Arizona plus one thirty five, Villanova plus two forty, Houston plus two thirty. And Michigan plus 1,000. Wow, Houston has better odds than Villanova. Jeez. And Houston's a, a really good team, though. Final yeah. region, the West. We have Gonzaga at minus 180. Texas Tech at plus 425. Duke at plus 400. And Arkansas plus 1,000. Dude, that Tech plus 425. Miami plus 500. Iowa State plus 600. You have Villanova plus two something, and really pick anyone in the South. Put ten dollars on all of them, or it should pay for. It. They're all plus money. <laughs> Eric, Eric, can you parlay that? Read it to me, and I'll start parlaying it. Can you parlay Texas Tech? Uh, what in what the, was in the West? Texas Tech's yeah. in the West. All right, who do you have next, Nick? UCLA in the East. Iowa State in the Midwest, and then who's who? Who are the teams Nova. in the South? Again? Uh, Nova, Arizona, Houston, and Michigan. That's the toss-up one. Yeah what 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 are the three teams that I just got? UCLA, Iowa State, and Texas Tech. Yeah. That's it. You don't want Nova on that. I don't want any. I don't want yeah, anybody. Going that, mid, that. that South bracket is. Ugh. If you put a hundred dollars on it. You win 11,293. <laughs> what? Wow. It just seems like old Benny Franklin might be going down on that bet. Yeah, hey, I'll throw in with you. Fuck it. Let's go. 50 50. Let's go. Yeah, I'm down, bro. Make it a $150 bet. I'm in. Well, make it a $200 bet. Yeah. At that point, let's just make it a grand. <laughs> at, that, at that point, let's just put a grand on it. I got, I got 25000 in the bank right now, just sitting there. 
Oh my God. <laughs> Eric, if we if we bet twenty five thousand dollars on that, how much would we win? <laughs> you have to lean in. He's to lean into the screen. $2,823,125. Bet. Oh, no. My asshole chap. <laughs> All right, but for real, what are we putting on it? Let's put a uh, 150. Yeah, that splits evenly. All, All right. He pays up 16930 <laughs> That's easy. Hot diggity dog. Hot diggity All dog. Right. I'll Venmo right. you. Off the top of your dome, from the South region, don't even think. Who's winning? <laughs> for, for the a for the a for those of you that for those of you at home because we haven't gotten video yet eric just said had his hands at his temple and then quick gave a quick finger guns to jermaine off the top of your head go froze dead i chose dead bro i'm good oh to arizona maybe I just want to no we're not doing a onesie what let's add okay let's add nova if we add nova, we picked you guys picked nova let's put nova if you put $150 on it now, we win $57,951. <laughs> I can't even process that amount of money. That's a fake amount of money. If that money was in my bank account, I'd be like, this is, I'm, where's, it's impractical jokers. I'd be like, Ashton, come out the closet. Oh my God, dude. I don't know what to say to that. What are the, what are the, all right, what are the four teams then? UCLA, Iowa State, Villanova, and Texas Tech. Dog. Do we really not put a one in the Final Four? Fuck the one seeds. Actually, a one has made it almost like every game. What was the stat you gave last time about the one seeds? A one oh, there is never I, – I don't, I don't think there's ever been a Final Four that hasn't had a one seed. Oh, shit. That just put a lot of damper on. That my, did put a lot of damper. Kind of parlay. I don't want any part of this. But parlay. you know what? <laughs> you here, said since 1985, a one seed has never here. not me, made it. Let me, you, you guys, uh, pontificate on the parlay, and I'm going to look it up. You're going to look up the stat. Yeah. All right. So if you ditch Villanova and you put Arizona, what do we get with 150? $40,008.56. That's not as exciting, bro. Listen. <laughs> We're going to be kicking ourselves if we don't does, get it. Though. Does Arizona make it, though? Of the one seeds left, because there's only three, which has the best chance to make it? I'll be honest with you. I would pick Gonzaga over the other two one seeds just because – they have been far and above beyond everybody else this year. The few losses they've had have been the Duke game was Paolo Ranchero and all those dudes. They just was the best game they had all year. They came up. It's like it's like when the Nets played Philly in Philly with the first game with Ben Simmons. They just came out ready for that. It's like Texas versus Virginia Tech. Fire. I told you to bet Texas. Yeah, and then look what happened. Exactly yeah, but, what I yeah, said happened. Yeah, but Gonzaga also only beat Memphis by four and was tied at halftime with Georgia State. Damn, they were tied at halftime with Georgia State? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Arizona, Arizona needed to force overtime against TCU. 
can I mean, honestly, if we're picking one seeds, Kansas has been the most consistent. The most consistent. But Bill Self is going to blow it. I mean, Bill Self has made it to the final four. Maybe <laughs> we need to just scratch that. They have the easiest road. All right. So okay. So let's so let's do this. A, a Texas a Texas Tech team that that got that almost got beat by a team playing with house money in Notre Dame. A Duke team that really that rolled over Cal State Fullerton and rolled over Michigan State. An Arkansas team that almost got beat by New Mexico State. It's going to be Gonzaga and Duke. Does Duke beat Gonzaga? I don't know. I was so hyped for this parlay here's, like here's, five minutes ago. But. Here's the problem. I think we're. I think we got the. You know when you get the answers to a test, and it's the right answer, and you start thinking, "No, that can't be the answer." I say we just fucking ride with it. It's fifty bucks. Who cares? Arizona Tech, UCLA, and uh, yeah. Iowa State. Yeah. What does it pay if we drop UCLA <laughs> and put North Carolina? Oh Jesus! Let's figure out these slips out. <laughs> Too much shit going on. All right, so we're gonna start over. You said we're gonna take out UCLA, put North Carolina. So put Texas Tech from the west. Put North Carolina from the east. Put Iowa State from the Midwest, and put Arizona from the south. Forty-six thousand four hundred eighty-five. That fifty-seven thousand was just that was like the cram de la cram. What was that was with Bellanova instead of Arizona, right? Right. Yeah. But you said no. A one seed is always I, made. I, I can't find the. Can't All right, we're gonna it. determine this off the line. If you heard any of the parlays that you like from us, put one hundred fifty dollars on it and fucking sweat your booty hole off this whole weekend because <laughs> it's gonna. <laughs> Or you just lose on the first leg. <laughs> right, and then you don't have to do any sweating. I'm going to throw a little field of the fire here. What if we pick the final, the right winner? So you can bet, let's do Villanova to beat Duke is plus 9,000. Let's add that in there. <laughs> Why are you doing that, bro? We can barely agree on four right. teams to make the final four, and you said let's pick the winner at plus nine thousand odds. Eric just like look at this money I could throw around. Yeah, bro. Eric. Eric <laughs> just by getting a higher sum doesn't mean you win that. <laughs> it's not. Can you pick the bet with the highest odds? Yeah. Can you like, pick the highest odds? Oh, my goodness. All right. Thank you for listening to us, as always. I hope this show was informative and fun. Remember the podcast motto, Fade Us. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303. Do you guys have anything else for the listeners at home? Pick a region-winning parlay, and like Jermaine said, sit on your couch and sweat it out. I mean, it's clearly the only way to do it, right? Got anything for them, Eric? Fade us. <laughs> Smart man. With that being said, we'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. <laughs>